Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Today I'd like to talk about interest rates because obviously... Last week, the Reserve Bank of Australia actually dropped interest rates for the first time, I think, since June, um, and it dropped them about 0.25% uh, of uh, or your, or your variable rate. But obviously, uh, what we've seen is on last Friday, the banks haven't passed on that full amount. Again, haven't passed on the full amount. They didn't do that the last time either, and the gap between what it costs them and, and obviously what they're making is widening at the moment. And really, right now, if you really look at it uh, with interest rates, uh, the banks are in a better position now than what they were prior to the GFC. Now, to me, is that really, really fair for homeowners and for small businesses? I mean, if you go on to the small business or business lending, a lot of the banks haven't passed on the full rate cut for businesses either. Yet, I think with the Reserve Bank, what they're trying to do with, with lowering interest rates is obviously to stimulate the economy. And part of that is, given that small businesses are the lifeblood of the Australian economy, employing most of the people in Australia, that you know, having a, a, an interest rate cut to allow them to free up some capital to do some positive things with it is, is quite important uh, from an RBA point of view and obviously from an Australian point of view to, to help get our economy going. Now, whilst our economy is not necessarily in dire straits, we're in, a, we're in a reasonably stable economy, but there's no growth because businesses aren't spending money Mum and or mum and dads or people people mum and dads people aren't actually spending money simply because we're not sure of what's happening and when you get uncertainty in the economy then you get stagnation rather or stagflation so to speak we haven't we've got a, a very reasonably low inflation rate at the moment there's also uh, um, speculation that the the RBA will drop interest rates again before the end of the year. Some are saying you know on Melbourne Cup Day not sure whether they'll do it on Melbourne Cup Day they may wait. Um, till December to to actually do it, but to me, when you're looking at interest rates, it's it's more well, we can't control the interest rates, and then the banks, if they want to be greedy, and they are already making more money than any other banks in the world, um, our big four banks, whilst they're you know very strong and stable, and I like them to stay that way, um, on world, uh, they're in they're, they're all our four banks are in the top twenty banks in the world. I think the highest U.S. ranked bank is I think is about number twenty eight in the world. Out of, the, out of the top 50, and then there's very few after that. So it shows we have a very, very strong banking system. Most of the banks above our banks are all government-owned banks or government-funded banks rather than private banks, which is also a good indication for our banks of how well they're run in terms of how um, how good our regulated, regulatory system is in Australia to make sure we've got a very, very solid banking system. And I think successive governments have done really well to make sure that our banks aren't ones that run wild uh, and trying to make lots of profits at the risk or at high risk like they do in America. So uh, so whilst I don't want a bank bash, I also think that banks are an essential services and they really are, should be looking, um, the regulation should be looking after the community and uh, you know, why there's no reason why they can't pass on the full rate that the RBA or rate cut that the RBA brought in last week. Right now to me, you know, when they're all, already... Um, announcing record profits, these banks in the, in their recent reportings in the recent reporting season, there's, there's no argument to me why they can't pass on the whole interest rate. But to me, I look at this and say, okay, so what are you doing in, with your own home loans or your own loans? And 
Um, in the uh, my e-news report tomorrow when I'm writing my all-odds report for the e-news, I've already written that. And I talk about interest rates and about how people really don't know what interest rate they're on on the bank. You know, it's statistically proven that most people refinance their housing loan about every seven years. But the interesting thing is for a lot of that time, they're on interest rates that don't really suit them or they're actually paying too much. And a lot of Australians are actually paying far too much for their interest. Um, for example, if you got a 0.25% cut on your housing loan, that means about $30-odd-thousand over the period of 30-year housing loan more in your back pocket than in the bank's back pocket. So just one rate cut or one uh, refinancing your home loan into a lower interest rate uh, can save you a lot, a lot of money. Now, what can you do with $30,000? Well, the, to me, the first thing is either pay off your home loan faster so you accelerate your payment. So instead of dropping your repayments every time the bank actually drops its interest rate, is keep your payment at the same level and you start paying more of your principal loss, principal off every single month and that will actually accelerate the, the payment of your housing loan so you'll pay it out sooner. The other option that you do have is use that money for investment purposes. So going out there and buying an investment property or buying shares using the home loan and that will also have the effect of paying your home loan out faster because obviously... If you've got capital appreciation, uh, capital appreciating assets like properties or shares, then at some point in time you could sell those down and then use that capital that you've that you've made on that to pay off your home loan sooner. So there's a couple of different things you can do with it, but uh, to me it's always worth having a look at uh, your housing housing loan every at least every two years rather than every seven years and having a look at what the interest rate is, what your needs are for the future. I mean, because there's banks always putting out these special interest rates for people to entice them to come to their bank. And you don't necessarily see them out in the marketplace. You just need to be talking to your mortgage broker. So if you've got a housing loan rate and it hasn't been, you haven't refinanced your housing loan in the last two years, then I can pretty much guarantee that uh, we're going to be able to save a lot of money. And if you if you have a housing loan or, or several different loans out there and you haven't done much with them over the last couple of years, give us a call in here and ask for Soran. It's, you just ring 1300 742 738 and ask for our mortgage expert or our financing expert, Soran. She is brilliant at helping people reduce their home loan mortgages and get financing through. So um, please do that. But I'll leave this with you. But as I said, you know, to me, right at the moment, you know, with interest rates low, we should be using that to our advantage in terms of whilst we're not getting great interest on our on our term deposits and our cash accounts, we can be using this low interest rate environment to accumulate some really good assets because it's not going to be too far down the track. And I'd say in the next few years to maybe two years that the interest rates are going to start to rise again. And that's probably the point in this next 12 to 18 months, you're going to be looking at fixing your rates. Now, part of the trick is here is looking at bank term deposit rates and also the banked fixed rates for loans and see what happens with those every time we get a rate cut. Quite often you might see the term deposit rates actually go down one month or so before the actual RBA rate comes down. And so the banks are planning in advance for all this. They also put up longer term or fixed interest rates before they, the, the, the actual variable rates start to go up. So you'll start seeing those move. And so the whole idea is not necessarily to wait for the last rate cut before you fix your rate for a period of term, what you're looking at is getting into the right loans and then saying, okay, well, over the next two to five years, rates are likely to do X. But also that the actual loan has to suit your purpose. And that's where I see people sometimes fix rates when uh, when they get less flex flexibility 
when a year in the down the track or two years down the track, they need flexibility and it's going to cost them to get out of the loan. That's why you need somebody who's really good at mortgage broking, who understands what you need to do and actually can ask all the right questions to make sure you're getting the right loan for you. But as I said, ring Sue Ann in, um, in here, one three hundred seven four two seven three eight. She'll be able to have a bit of a chat with you. It's all free. She'll be able to give you a free assessment there. Hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Um, you've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 Share Trade.